sat on this table, but there can only be one show. MTC Beats. It's time for the Money Mine Mastery What's going on, everybody? My name is MP. My name is Stefan, SB. And we are the Triple M Podcast. Podcast. And what does Triple M stand for? It stands for oh. money, mind, <laughs> mastery. <laughs> and uh, as always, folks, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and do it all again back. Please. That's what he says all the time. All the time, man. It's going to help us all grow. It's going it's gonna, to it's gonna put this video in front of the people that need to see it, mm. that would want to see it. So if you're doing, if you please do that, we would really appreciate that. Yes, sir. So, Stefan, man, I'm going to start it off today. I'm going to start off with the gratitude series. What is the gratitude series? Let's it's, introduce our guest first. That's true. <laughs> I, was, I was jumping the gun. I was excited yeah, to start just, it off with some positivity. Yeah, you know what I'm will, saying? We will. Come we'll on, get there. Man. We'll get there. Let's, get, let's get it popping, man. So, who do we have today, SB? Awesome. Well, we're excited to have our guest here on the podcast. Uh, we're joined by an exceptional talent, Andy, a self-taught DJ from Vancouver, known in the Canadian and Vietnamese music scene as Hard Monkey. Today, as we chat, we'll dive into the journey of the self-trained DJ, explore his passion for hard style, and gain insight into the person behind the pulsating beats. Without further ado. Welcome to Triple Hell M's, yeah. Andy. Welcome Triple M's, baby. So thanks for having me, boys. Yes, yeah, I'm excited sir. to have you on, man. I've been a—it's uh, crazy because like I've been a big fan of your of, of your work. I've, I've always seen you just shutting shit down at the club, and as soon as you come on, bro, you just bring the house down. The mm. energy is just insane, <laughs> literally, bro. So like, if you have a chance, if you live out in Vancouver and you have a chance to check out the nightclubs, uh, which ones do you usually resident at? You're at, you're at like Zodiac. Uh, currently, um, I'm I'm about to get residency at Zodiac. Starting uh, next next Saturday. That's big. That's going to be big, bro. That's big, big, man. But you've been uh, just shutting shit down literally f- for the past like two years, bro. And every time you go on, everyone goes crazy. I love it, bro. So <laughs> thanks for spending some time with us, bro. It's going to be a fun time. And now we got now the we can start with the Gratitude Series, man. So the Gratitude Series, we want to always start off our podcast by saying something that we're grateful for. Mm. You know, just to give thanks and it just feels good you know so for myself i'm thankful for the opportunity to actually just hang out with all these amazing guests because like we always say it's we get free game before anyone else gets the free game right and getting to really pick their brain and dissect like how they how they really like think it truly is a blessing so i'm just i'm thankful for that my turn well i'm thankful for another day uh Yesterday we had a uh, pretty pretty amazing day. We had a, a good. you know quality guests met met our guests for the first time. Well, me, um, and I'm I'm grateful for that. You know, there's a lot of things that we learned that they learned from us, and it was beneficial for the both sides. So I'm grateful for you know the new network, the new friends that we have that we have gained through this channel, and I'm grateful for Andy, man. We're we're gonna oh, have yeah. more. Exactly, Andy. What are you grateful for, bro? I'm just grateful for like all the support that I've been getting ever since I came back from Vietnam. It's like really like, mind blowing. Like I don't even know what to say. Legit. <laughs> oh, thank you for it. having me on the podcast. Anytime, bro. It's, 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 we're, we're, we're happy to have you on, man. So let's get into it, yeah. Andy. I want to like really dissect how you really became a DJ. Like how it all became. How did you get started with with DJing? Because it's not really it's not really like a traditional thing to to do. You know. 
So basically how I got started, like uh, I was in high school, I was just like on YouTube, yeah. all of a sudden I came across this YouTube video of, of this DJ spinning, and then uh, it was uh, Yoji, Bio Me Hanukkah, and then like after watching the video, I was like, oh shit, this is fucking sick, and then I got up right away, yeah. went to my mom, like, yo, I want to be a DJ, mm. she just she just laughed it off, thought, thought I was like fucking around, but then like, like look at me now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it just stuck like right there, and then I, I knew like, this, this is what I'm doing, nothing else. What were... Uh... What were your mo- what was your initial uh, your mom's initial reaction? She she, told her that you she, she legit just uh, just laughed and, and then she, she thought I was like joking. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not a again it's not a traditional um, job or some something that you do. You know, it's not there's not a course that you take right as a kid. Yeah. You, you don't just wake up and say I want to become a DJ. But kudos to you, man. You uh, I guess at at first their initial reaction is just being defensive because it wasn't. You know, it wasn't, again, a traditional yeah, job, yeah. but, True. man, you still did it, and then here you are. Right. So was that, like, early in high school, or were you, like, were you like almost done high school? Like, I want to... This was, like, uh, in grade uh, 8 to 9. Oh, wow. shit. So that was early. Yeah, it was, like, super early. Holy smoke. So early in your career, like, when you when you told your mom, like, you wanted to become a DJ, like, did you get, like, a pair of tables right away, or what was what was that like for you? Um, I didn't get a table right away. I was just like fucking around on like virtual DJ, like on, on the computer. Yeah, yeah. And then when after high school, legit in 2010, that's when I first got my uh, CDJs. Sick. And I, I didn't even know what to do with it. Like, and during that time, like, like no one to really like teach you. Yeah. So then, like, there was only one person on YouTube, which was like Ellis Ellis Skins, or whatever. Right. Some white white guy, and then just uh, learned from that. Dude, that's insane. So it's crazy because like with a lot of people that have like the non traditional like career or are going down that path they all just learn by themselves themselves, yeah right because some people a lot of people not some but a lot of people they they're just trying to wait for the perfect moment for like i'm gonna find someone that's gonna teach me i'm gonna find a mentor yeah how long is that gonna take yeah yeah yeah, right that's gonna take forever but you you're just like fuck it i'm gonna gonna learn my own right it's a common theme with all our guests to be honest with you it's uh that just shows grit and like dedication to it right like because if he would have waited saying I'll wait until I get that mentor. Then it, what if what happens if the mentor is not there, right? Yeah. Then that's not going to happen. So, man, again, kudos to you with what you've done and they actually pushed through it. And you didn't say, you didn't rely on anyone, right? On an outside factor. You're like, bro, if no one can do it, no one can help me, guess what? All I got is me. Legit, I, uh, I actually went to somebody to, to like teach me how to DJ. Yeah. But then the thing is, like, I, I learned nothing from him. <laughs> basically, basically, Buddy was like, okay, I can do this. Okay, now you do it. Didn't even show me how to do it. How? He just just, just watched the show, I guess. (laughs) I'm like, okay, cool. This helps. But but he just flexed on me, and then I'm like, oh, I don't don't know what you're doing. Yeah, right. (laughs) I hate when people do that. It's like, bro, you gotta show me first, right? Like, he just starts doing some random stuff. Right? You like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You like that? What do you think? Can you do it now? (laughs) What? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Right? So, I wanna find out Hard Monkey. How yeah. did you get that name, man? It's it's actually not not that complicated. Um, I'm born the year of the monkey, and I like hard style, so hard monkey. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, cause like I know a lot of people, they they they're like, "Fuck, man, I gotta think this of a story, stage man. name. I gotta like think of something <laughs> deep, right?" And, and it's just like, "Fuck it, I was born in the year of monkey, and you like hard style." Yeah. So <laughs> it's just hard monkey. Hard yeah. monkey. It's catchy, man. It's catchy. It's uh, it's it's catchy. So when you hear it, they they know it's you. Yeah. yeah exactly um so you're a you're a big fan of hard style i am as well who's your who was like your favorite hard style artist uh well it was back in the days like show tech 
when they they were still doing hardstyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think till this day, like nobody can beat that uh, beat their album. True. That, that one song, how does it go? Freaks on me. That's what we fuck, man. It's oh, still my man. favorite song. I, <laughs> that's I play the anthem. It, I play it all all my gigs. Yeah, that's yeah. the anthem right there. But as soon as people hear that, all the OG like hardstyle lovers, as soon as they hear that, they're like, damn. This is the one. This guy knows his shit, you know? <laughs> so I want to take a little step back here. Um, Yoji, DJ Yoji, was the one that influenced you uh, to get into DJing. Yeah. Right? What about his music resonated with you? It's just, like, uh, extremely hard. Like, because, uh, like, I like hard music. And then when, when I first heard it, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, like, uh, it just makes me, like, feel a certain way when I hear, hear like, uh, hard music. And then, like, um, the thing about him is, like, he's a extremely good performer mm. that's what yeah. a, a lot of djs are lacking including myself too like like uh trying to like be a better performer i like that so let's let's unpack that a bit man because with djing a lot of people think well i'll be honest i i i used to think you just press a button and you're just like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know but like you are a performer at the end of the day so do you like how do how, how, how does one become a good performer Mm, to be on on that level like you just have to like read, read the crowd interact with them get them to interact back with you yeah and just just know what to play that that's gonna make them move that's true that's true so you yeah. just kind of, it's pretty much a lot of things where you kind of have to feel for the crowd yeah yeah um i'm assuming some crowds are there's always no type same type of crowds you always gotta adjust to them like what's your yeah. mindset behind those um days where let's say well i don't know if you had the experience but talk about an experience where it kind of didn't go your way, but you were able to adjust it to the, the crowd where you were able to recover. Um, I I had a lot a lot of bad days, like so it's all like trial and error. Like, uh, but for me, like basically, like honestly, I just look look at them. Like, let's say if you're a white person, I'll, I'll play this type of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then if you're a black person, I'll, I'll play you know, uh, yeah. all, all the hip hop and stuff. If you're Asian, then then I'll play like like more like like bouncy stuff, right. stuff. It's true. Yeah, you just gotta read the room, though. Yeah, you know? yeah, That's exactly. Right, because like imagine you're out uh, out in the hood where we are in Langley. You start playing some hard style. Like, what scared, what is you. this? It's like it's like you're you're in a hip hop club, but where, where all of a sudden you drop like fucking country. Yeah, Hey, I would love that, but I guess yeah. that's just me. I guess it's just I'm the only guy. He's like, I like this DJ. Right. <laughs> you're, the, you're the you're like the one anomaly, right? <laughs> you start is playing it? country, you're like, damn, I could make something. <laughs> <laughs> start doing your thing to that. Yeah. How? Hat, you know, yeah. <laughs> I love that man. So, we'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, the journey moving forward. Yeah. Um, because I know you, you you wanted to become a DJ back in high school, and then now you're you're just doing this full time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, full-time. what was the trigger, or what happened to make you decide that I got to do this full time? Like, I can't mess around and just doing other things. I have to do this full time now. Basically, like um before I started doing this full time like I was just like working like random jobs or whatever and, yeah. and I'm just not feeling it I'm not taking it seriously I'm always fucking around yeah so then like uh, afterwards like oh it was always DJing that was there and then like I decided to move and then it like started popping off yeah so doing it full time now dude you have to put your heart into it like all in if, yeah you have to be all in right because I, I know uh, one of our homies uh, we're, we're gonna be having on the, we're gonna be having him on the pod soon too he's like if I want to be a boxer I have to be the boxer I can't be like the boxer and the finance manager yeah exactly right? yeah, you yeah. can't you can't be labeled as the two right so if you want to be that DJ that's that gets taken seriously as a DJ yeah. 
bro, you have to just go all in. And you fucking yeah. got it, bro. So I'm proud did. of you, dog. Thank That's you, some good shit, bro. Like, really. Um, I have a question, yeah. though. Uh, uh, with your experience, obviously, uh, well, what, over 10 years in the game now? Yeah. Started See, in 2010. So I'm, I'm assuming you've met a lot of people and you've, you know, you've opened or closed for a lot of DJs. Who are, who are the uh, other, like, the names that you're open or closed for? Um, well, beginning of this year, I opened for, for Yoji. Like yep. the, the person who got me into DJing and actually like in July I'm gonna close for him so I'm, I'm, I'm hella excited that's for that sick. one that's so sick uh, I opened for, for a bunch like uh, I opened for Kuhn uh, not too long ago honestly I opened for a lot of people I, I, I always forget yeah <laughs> so dude I wanna talk about that opening for Yoji beginning of this, beginning of this year and now you're closing, closing for him yeah yeah it's crazy how I, that comes if, full circle if you can explain that to me cause to me I'm like I have no idea of like what the scene is in terms of like the, uh, the as you'd say EDM, EDM, yeah. DJing, yeah. seeing like what what does it mean to open for someone or like, what's the difference between opening for someone or closing for for someone? Uh, opening home basically like like you're you're just like building the crowd up for for, okay. for them, but then yeah. like uh, you you can't like go like like full hundred percent like 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 totally kill it, yeah, because then like you're gonna o- overshadow them. Yeah, yeah true. okay. But 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 closing for him like like you you have to keep keep the same hype. Or and do even better. Follow through what he did. And yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because the then usually like people come to see the headliner and then and then they'll just leave. They leave, yeah. But then the thing is like I have to keep them keep them there. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. that's your job is to keep those seats <laughs> after the, after the guy. I'm pumped for that show, yeah. bro. Me too, man. <laughs> Can't wait. Do you have the date yet? Yeah. Uh, July 14th. There you go, folks. You heard it here. July 14th. <laughs> you gotta location? be at that show. Pardon? Where is it? Uh, at Enzo. Mm. Enzo, so that's uh, in downtown Vancouver. So if everyone that's in Vancouver, the people outside of Vancouver too, come through, man. You're gonna, you're gonna have, you're gonna see uh, Hard Monkey here just shut shit down again, yes, bro. It's gonna <laughs> literally, it's gonna be crazy. But um, beginning of the year, you've opened for jo- uh, Yoji. Have you met him before that, or was that like? No, that, that was my first time um, actually seeing him live and meeting him. Because then, like uh, all, all times he came uh, to Vancouver, like I was like underage, so so couldn't even get in the club. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How crazy was that? Like meeting like your idol and like literally playing for him, and now you get to close for him. It, it was it was fucking insane. Because then, like he's like usually they say like oh uh, never meet your idol or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then like meeting him was fucking awesome. Like he's like an unreal person. You can't you can't beat that feeling though. Because then I, I also got to hang out with him the next the next day. Oh what? Yeah, well, I went to go eat with him and then bomb to the airport. <laughs> Dude, that's sick. So you, can, you can't beat that feeling, though, you know? Because, yeah. like, you worked hard. That was, like, your idol when you first started out. And now that you're, like, literally rubbing, shoulder with, rubbing shoulders with the OG, it's like, bruv. Yeah. He, he's an inter- interesting character. Because the thing is, like, um, I picked him up at his uh, hotel. Yeah. And then he's like, give me five minutes. I'm catching Pokemon. <laughs> Yo, no, no, no. I, I, I thought he was fucking around. Yeah. But, but then here, buddy wa- walks, walks by me. And, and he's legit catching Pokemon on Pokemon Go. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're like you need help yeah right. you need help he's right there left yeah. left wait hold on so where's yoji from uh japan oh shit so he's from japan yeah yeah that's crazy bro he's catching the canadian pokemons bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, that's, that's why yeah that's why he, he's like we don't have this in japan what? <laughs> Dude, that's actually sick man like it's you think a lot of these people would be like just very like all business but yeah, yeah. Man, the homie's like out oh, here catching bro. Pokemon. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's 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 uh he was as intrigued because he's like, man, I'm, well, I don't know if that's his first time, but it's like, there's nothing in Japan, so I gotta catch these Pokemon. <laughs> right. Since we're talking about Asia, man, I want to talk about your experience with um 
with Asia. Vietnam. Um, with Vietnam. When did you fly out there? Uh, I think I was. I flew out there in 2017 or 2018. 2017, 2018. Okay, so that's right before COVID. And yeah. um, how did you get the opportunity to just like go to Vietnam and just DJ? Like, did, did like did you initially go out there just to go for a vacation, or was like the specific objective to like was to DJ there? Because um, then my dad knew that I wanted to be a DJ, and then yeah. like currently in vietnam like like uh, the dj scene is like still growing right right so then uh he just reached out and then he's like well, why don't you come here like check out the scene see if you like it yeah so i went there with my friends and then the the scene was fucking crazy it's like a lot better than vancouver's yeah like the the clubbing and everything is so much better talk really? about that talk yeah. about the difference like if you want to talk about it in this more specific sense um i've been to vietnam but i, I didn't go out uh but like just talk about the difference between the club scene in Vietnam and here in Vancouver. Uh, the 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 huge difference is like uh, the the production and then like the the service that they give you. They treat you like a king over there. Like mm. like, like service over here is like, like sometimes like actually most of the times like pretty shitty. And it's also a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, so your 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 dad got you the opportunity to to just meet some people out in Vietnam. Yeah. Um. So you, you were there 2017, 2018. How long were you there for exactly? Uh, I was there uh, for three years. For three years? Yeah, I was, uh, living and DJing there. So Damn. during COVID too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Um, yeah, then like when you guys had COVID over here, over there was, it was still open. Oh, shit. So you didn't, were you able, like, so it's still business as usual the whole time you were there? Yeah, so yeah. We, oh, damn. Because uh, then things like, uh, I, I never experienced the lockdown. Because then like, damn. like, when I was over there, everything was open. You can't relate. And, and then like, I had to come back here because then, over there started to get COVID, but when I came back here, everything's opening. opening. Fuck, you so can't relate. Bro. I never, can't I never relate. experienced it. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because here it was horrible, bro. Like Man. you couldn't really do much, yeah. right? But then there's obviously there's those parties, you know what I'm saying? But we'll say that for another <laughs> hey. conversation, depending on who's listening. But um, um, in Vietnam, what were you playing? Were you playing like more Vina House? Was it more hard style? Did they fuck with all of that? I actually didn't even play Vina House at all. Oh shit! When I was there. I only started playing Vietnam House when I came back here because then like, really? like people was like, yo, can you play Vietnam House? I'm like, like, yeah, I can play it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Because yeah. I, I know how to play uh, all, all shit, right? Yeah. But when I was there, I was playing, mainly playing like uh, house, tech house, hip hop, and then occasionally hard style when they booked me for shows. Sick. Wow. There, is there like a bit, do like the, the, the people in Vietnam, do they love hard style too? like as much as people out here love it or is it just like they love everything? It's uh, uh, it's still very new over there, hard style. Really? Like, um, I, I think I was the only one that was able to play hard style at, at so many venues. Yeah, damn. So you're like a like a rare occurrence. They're like, "What the hell is this?" But I like it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. How's the crowd out there? Like, uh, how's how did they all react when a new DJ came to the scene? Um, they were surprised because then, like, uh, I I sat down with one of the club owners, and then she was just like, "Oh, like, it's pretty impressive because I've never seen anyone like grow so fast in the scene like this." Because then there's DJs that's been doing this for like ten years, and then to get to the level that I was at. Yeah, yeah, bro, you're built different, man. Let, let, like, let's unpack that. Like, what does it take to, to like just be successful as a DJ in Vietnam? Like, what did you do, what did you do differently than like an OG out there? Um, well, first I, I had to practice. I, I had to like uh, figure out like, like how, like how, are, how they are, what they like. Yeah. yeah it, it, was, it was hard in the beginning because then I started off in a, in a small place first. It's called Haiphong. Yeah. And then just DJing there, practicing, and then, Afterwards, when I got good, like people up in Hanoi, they they noticed me. They're yeah, like, they're like, "Yo, come up, come, come to up. our club." That's sick. 
So, so you, you there was, so was there, there was a lot of preparation involved. Yeah, yeah, you're saying, yeah. Right? Uh, like, um, I, I failed a bunch of times when when I first started there. Cause yeah. then they, they, they just weren't weren't feeling it, and then afterwards, I'm like, oh fuck, okay, go home, download like a shit shit ton of music, just like practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Was was there a moment when you were there? Because you said you you failed a few times, but what was that turning point when you're like, okay, I I'm got that it. guy. Yeah, I'm I got that, that sauce now. now. You know. Um, the thing is, like, it's just like. As soon as uh, as I start play, playing these certain certain like genres and sounds, I'm like, okay, this this is what they like. Now now okay. I know. Now mm, I know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like it, what we spoke about. Being, it just clicks. Yeah, exactly. Start looking at you. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you know. I get. I don't know because you're the top, right? You're like, yeah. And then you look at them. You're like, and you're like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, I how, I, that's how I pictured it. You know, because yeah, right. I'm that guy looking at the DJ like, let's go. <laughs> that's hilarious. So let me ask you this, man, because you've experienced both. Vietnam and both yeah. Vancouver. You experienced yeah. scene in both places. What can the Vancouver nightlife scene do mm. to like be better or even change a bit? Um, it's it's just the 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 whole uh, the whole production like uh, of the club like over there they 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 make like every like night like it's like a big night. Damn! So it's like NYE every day. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine That's that. That's amazing, right? It's the have you do you have any experience with other cities in Canada? Uh, no, not yet. But uh, I somebody just reached out to me from Edmonton. They they're booking me for for next month. Oh shit! Was oh June? Yeah, yeah. next month. Okay, that's sick. That's there you crazy. go. Are you expanding now? That's good. That's yeah, good. trying. Right now, um, I want to talk about like mindset a bit. Ooh, because that's what we like to talk about. You know, just unpacking <laughs> how everyone's brains wire. Everyone's brain wiring is. You know. Yeah. Um. So when you're about to go up and DJ. Like, how do you mentally prepare? Because I know when before we start a podcast, we're just like right here, shadow boxing. We're just like, just you're moving. Oh, yeah, we're just we're moving, moving, right? We're moving. Yeah. Man, it's actually even not even just a podcast. We're just shadow boxing. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're always just messing around, right? But how do you mentally prepare for like a gig? Uh, I just go over my, my playlist and then I, I just like just like listen to every song like really quickly just to memorize it. Yeah. Because then like uh, when I'm DJing, I'm, I'm like, I'm always like freestyling now. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I like I just throw chuck a bunch of songs into a playlist and then I just like freestyle off the top of my head. That's it. Because I was about to ask you, man. Because like with DJing, I know they sometimes people have like a whole set list yep. and they go down the line. Yeah, yeah. Right. But obviously, some people won't feel a lot of the songs, right? So you would have yeah. to like freestyle and read the crowd. So that dude, that's how. You got that's experience, right? That's there. experience. Yeah, you guys, you, you really have to think on your feet. Like a hundred percent of the time, like uh, if I have a big big show, then I I will make like a, a set play. Yeah. Like oh, I'm play this, play this. But then a hundred percent of the time, I don't follow it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 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 like this kind yeah. of thing. Like we do have our own you yeah, know, yeah flow, but you know, at the end of the day, wherever it takes us, that's where we go, right? Yeah. So yeah. That's 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 awesome, man. I want to dissect that a little bit though. Um, that's your mental preparation, but let's talk about the actual preparation, like. How do you find other like I'd say new songs to yeah. drop or like how do you keep up with the current you know music scene where you can adjust your style you can add the songs to your style the new songs to your style to, to for the crowd uh, well it, it started at a young age like I was always downloading music even before I was a DJ so then it okay. it, it became a habit yeah so, so like honestly like every day I'm I'm just look, looking for new songs. And then, like, uh, obviously, like, we're on social media, and then whatever song's popping, then I'll find, like, a version for that, just, yep. to, just to drop, like, a crowd pleaser. Like, say, the uh, the crowd, uh, like, I see, like, they're getting bored, so then I'll, I'll just drop this song to bring them back in. 
what are those uh like if you can name those songs because there's a lot of those famous songs that when you're just at the club and you're like okay it's getting dead and they start playing it to your point yeah you, you revive the whole crowd um uh, i always use uh peppa <laughs> Oh, oh that's the one, bro. That's my song. That's my song. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm getting so sick of playing that song, but the thing is, like, every time I play it, the crowd goes nuts. So, like, yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah. Man, I'd probably be one of those crowds, but yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good song, man. That's a good song. Right? So, from when you first started DJing until now, you know, obviously, there's going to be a lot of people that didn't really believe you. There was a lot of, were there a lot of doubters? Oh, yeah, there, there was a hella because then, like, I wasn't doing anything for, like, a really long time until I went to Vietnam, and then when mm. when they started seeing all your like stories and like just you popping off over there, they're like, "Shit, dog!" Yeah, because then like uh, before I went, I, I was just like telling all my buddies and then t- telling uh, a bunch of other people like, because then they're like, "Oh, what are you gonna do?" I was like, uh, "Go Vietnam." I'm a DJ in the clubs. Yeah, and some people was like, "Oh, this guy's probably bullshitting." Yeah, but then I I, I did it. <laughs> yeah, and you showed them like how, how do you how how do you deal with those people, man? Because I'm I'm sure like when when you first told them I'm gonna DJ, they're like, "Yeah, whatever." And then I bet you right now they're the same people that are in the club like, "I believed in you, bro." Oh man, <laughs> oh, hella. it's and like you, that. It's you, like you, that. You get that? I get that a lot, man. And and then some people like like they don't uh, never said one word to me back in the days. Now they're like, "Oh, no, they're homies. We, we know you." Back oh, way, yeah, right? I know you way back from man. <laughs> we, we went to the same school, bro. Yeah. You, you got me for guesses, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? How did you uh, mark? Like starting up, obviously, you know, it's never easy. But how did you market yourself to actually book those uh, shows? Um, well, it, it just started off with um, me making like uh, like all my sets, like the Dirty Diary, the Hard Diaries, and then the people just like follow, listen, and then. But what changed was like I went to Vietnam. Yep. Uh, I got big there, and then when I came back, that's when I started popping. Because then, like, like now they're like, "Oh, he he finally made it." So then now we're they're just gonna jump on the bandwagon. Like, of course. Now, now we fuck with you heavy. Yeah. Let's, let's book now him. Let's book him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now, now let me ask yeah. you this: like, if you didn't go to Vietnam in 2017, 2018, do you think it'd be where you're at today? Uh, absolutely not. No. So Vietnam was a blast. Would you go back? I would go back if they booked me for for a show. Yeah, because <laughs> then well, things like uh, bring us. I, I love I love living here here more because then like over there I, I can't handle hot weather, man. Fuck. Bro, oh man, dude. I was just there uh, last month. It was uh, it's so humid, but that's another story. I loved yeah. it though. I loved it. Vietnam, yeah. except for the streets in Hanoi, because there's no such thing as a sidewalk. Oh yeah. Well, when I, when, I first, when I first got there, like I was like, what the? How the fuck do I cross well, the street, I was man? <laughs> you gotta make sure it's crazy you can't walk there man. right so as a dj or as i'm not gonna say dj as an entertainer and as a performer you kind of want to like well i, I would assume you kind of want to always make sure that your next show is always going to be better than mm. your last right like what are some things that you do besides like I, I know one thing is you always try to get like the hottest music but yeah, what yeah. other things do you do to make sure that you're always one-upping yourself each and every single time uh what i i'm gonna start soon is like uh, i feel like i should like start recording myself DJing just Sick. to see like 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 what what I what I can do better like 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 what moves works yeah like it just like well look like to make it look natural right that's true watching that's true. the game watching exactly. the fight yeah right see what uh, how you look like watch the tape you know? watch the yeah exactly <laughs> review the tape yeah right <laughs> always reviewing the tape man well while we're on that topic to you know just to not wrap it up but you know we're getting to the final stages here um let's talk about you know what what makes you different as a, you know, there, obviously there's a lot of DJs here in Vietnam, um, but you were the ones, you were the one that actually stood out. So what do you think, what was the difference maker that you, other people didn't have that you did 
or you do? I'm I'm just putting in uh, in the work like like more like uh, I'm looking for, for for music like sometimes I, I'm just searching like for like four or five hours because then like uh, a lot of DJs like I feel like they're, they're too lazy to look for for new music or mm. they don't know where to look. Right. But then like the the, the internet it's, it's all there. You just all gotta there. search for it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I'm I'm putting in in the work, and then I'm just like doing me. Exactly. Be yeah. Resourceful. No, 100%. You have to be. And I, I, I give kudos to you, man, because I'll be honest, I just think a lot of DJs are just, they, they have their one USB stick, they that's don't update, and that's it. Play. They press play, and then this is all they <laughs> yeah, got, exactly. right? Then when they start going dead, Peppa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once Peppa starts going dead, Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Bro, I hate that, that was, bro. Despacito? Fuck no, man. They loved it, though. Oh, yeah, exactly, right? It doesn't matter what I like, but the crowd, man. So <laughs> they was love that. Right? They always do, right? <laughs> yeah. Since you dropped Despacito. <laughs> so, um, um, do you, for any upcoming DJs, or I'm, I'll, I'll ask you another question. I know you're all self-taught, right? But when you first started off, let's say like mid-career or even when you were in Vietnam or even, um, even up until now, did you have any mentors that like taught you how to play? No, I, I I didn't. I basically I'm always like partying, and then at the clubs, I would just be watching. Like uh, if if a DJ is good, yeah, then I would pay close attention to to what he's doing, and then I'll be Details. like, okay, I can do that, but I'm gonna put my own spin on it. Mm. So I'm Details. I'm always I'm always watching. Like uh, if a DJ is good, then, then I'm paying attention. That's to what he's sick, doing. bro. Yeah. You you stay ready, you know. Yeah, I'll be messed up. Small <laughs> details. Makes yeah, a big exactly. Difference. Right, because yeah. I'll be messed up. I'll be I wouldn't be paying attention to the details. Just be on my head. Just. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Me, I'm just waiting for Peppa after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, you know, at the point that you're at now, um, you're like the big homie now. You know, as she far as like bro. DJs, he's a big yeah, bro, yeah. man, right? <laughs> and um, do you have any like advice for like any of the DJs that are on the come up? Um, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do this like full time, you have to be, you have to obsess over this. Mm. Like, like, put in the work, put in the hours, learn. And then, like, just don't be scared to make mistakes. Like, that's how you learn. Like, I, I fucked up so many times yeah. to, to be able to, to get into this position now. Yeah. Lessons brings blessings, man. That's it. Not a mistake. It's exactly. Because I, I, I think the biggest fear would be, like, messing up while you're in front of a crowd. Yeah, yeah but the thing is, like, uh, you, you can mess up and then uh, just, just play it off. Because then, like, 100% of the time, the crowd doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> exactly, right? To, to an untrained ear, they'd be like, that was sick. Yeah, yeah. Right? But to a DJ, it's like, what the fuck happened yeah. right yeah, there? Yeah, exactly. You know? o- only DJs would know what was going on. Yeah, right? The DJ across the room. <laughs> if he was there, it's like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly, right? What do you do? <laughs> so, uh, you mentioned uh, you want DJs to start obsessing over the craft, right? Yeah. Um, what can what can new DJs do to like just to really get themselves booked or to market themselves? Because I know you have your thing on SoundCloud, you have the 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 diaries, yeah, right. What are some other ways that that new DJs can really market themselves to 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 get where you're at now? Um, make a make sets, post it, and then um, that's that's how I I started getting noticed, right? Like people just like uh, just fuck with my music, yeah, and um, like when you have when you have a show, like actually. Uh, you need to put like uh the money into the graphics. True. Cause then, uh, cause True. then, like, uh, uh, I'll tell you right now, like all, all the graphics in Vancouver, like, is like fucking ass. All, all, I agree. Like every single <laughs> like, like 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 club like graphics is like so bad. Yeah, cause I I've seen your all your gra- all your 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 the stuff that you make on social media. I'm like, damn, 
it's actually good like compared to like everyone else that's like doing it and also as a dj like you legit have to be on social media oh yeah because then like you're the brand right yeah agreed agreed they have to be seeing some good visuals let me ask you this question how do you network with and and meet new people in the industry um just legit just go out to the clubs hang out like um try to connect with the like the, the the bartenders the the djs the managers yeah, and then uh, eventually like be like, oh, like like uh, I'm a DJ myself. Like like just ask them like like how can I play for you guys? Most likely right. they'll, they'll be like, oh, you got you guys gotta like sell tickets, promote for the club, and then that's that's your ticket way in. And then always just always go out. I love that man. And since we're on that topic, bro, I want to talk about one thing that you killed last week, mm. the little event that you had. Um, mm. Oh at yeah, Zodiac. The uh, Vina Diaries, yeah. Vina yes, Diaries. Sir. That was your guys's first event you threw, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's our it's our very first event, and then we threw it on EDC weekend, and then we packed we packed it, we sold it out. Congratulations, man! Dude, that's big. That's some props to that's you, bro. Because like for the first event, bro, you, you you can't beat it, bro. Like you, well, you you can't, you you, you, did you will, it. you yeah, will. Yeah, 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 right? <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Because like you you packed the house first event. How many people were playing? Was you? It was uh, me, Chris Mercer, and then Mando, uh, who we booked from uh, Montreal. Oh shit! Ooh. Yeah, and then yeah. So did you produce the whole thing too? Yeah, uh, I I work with um, um my girlfriend. Yeah, uh, she, she's the owner of uh, Veludo and Drippy Heart Club. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you just, so uh, then well, we we both uh, ran ran the show and along with uh, Turn Entertainment as well. Wow, you Dude. made it happen. Yeah, right. Congrats to you, bro. Because I was I saw your Instagram story, bro. It looked lit. Yeah, and then well, we we shot like a like a little movie trailer for for it as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. I like I like that though, bro. Because like that just goes to show that you take this shit serious, bro. Like, yeah. this, is, this is what you do, and, and, and like you're not here to play around, man. So um, let's talk about some future plans, bro. What's 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 coming up for Hard Monkey? Uh, Tour. Okay, go ahead. At the moment, <laughs> uh, just like uh, learning how to how to produce, and then because uh, then like eventually like I want to move away from like private parties. I just right. want to be a touring DJ because mm. then that's that's why I like I like being behind stage. I don't like being like DJing in a restaurant because it looks like ratchet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't, I can't post that on my socials. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You can say whatever you want here. Yeah, right. You just see our monkey playing at Cactus Club. You just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, you're... Hey, yo, Peppa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because um, the, the fact that you guys killed... Well, you killed it at Zodiac, bro. Like, it just goes to show that, like, whatever you're doing now is only going to yep. get better and better and better each and every single time that you do have a show. Right, so dude, I'm excited to see where you go, where, where you're at in the next year, because we're definitely gonna bring you on again in one year to see your progress. And oh man, so. <laughs> wherever you are though, at that time, yeah, we'll exactly. Be there. <laughs> right, just while she's in Vietnam, I'm in Vietnam, bro. Oh, I'm bro, say less. Too, say yeah, less. Right. <laughs> we're 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 coming through, bro. We're coming through. Yeah. Um, I have. Uh, do you have any do you have any other things that you want to go before we go? I go into mine. Uh, no, no, that's yours. Okay, perfect. So I want to I want to pick a little bit of my, uh, pick up a little bit about mindset, bro, because I know. When you're first starting out, you probably had a lot of like, yeah, like we mentioned, you had a lot of doubters. Yeah. People that didn't believe in you, right? How did you keep going? Like, what, what kept you going as a DJ starting out? Um, the passion was, it was just there. Like, like even like if I'm not working or, or doing anything for like four or five months, like the passion is always still there. Right. And, and also like, the, like to handle the doubters and shit, like I just don't give a fuck. Like that, <laughs> like, like that's, that, that's my mindset. Like, uh, whatever, like I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because they ain't paying you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right? At the end of the day, they, don't, they ain't going to pay you shit, bro. So passion is, is what is what kept you going, right? And and I like that because a lot of people get into the DJ and think they're going to get like a lot of pussy and they're going to 
be a millionaire. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Do you see that a lot? Like, I I, I saw it a lot, but uh, like I know DJ buddies who like fuck like like hundreds, hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> and it's fucking crazy. It's about, it's about it's about to happen, bro. Especially in the nightlife industry, man. And, and, and like you're and you're the DJ. It's like, damn, I'm gonna get with the DJ tonight, bro. Well, no homo though. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> It's gonna, just gonna put it out there, bro. It's gonna put it out there. But um, no, I, I I appreciate the fact that like you you're, you you do have a true passion for like yeah. DJing, and you're eventually gonna start producing. Yeah. So I'm pumped for that, bro. I'm I'm extremely pumped. So where can people find you, Andy? Uh, currently, uh, I'm mainly using Instagram only. Yeah. Uh, Facebook boring for me. TikTok, I I, I should hop on TikTok, but I, I don't know for some reason I don't like TikTok. <laughs> That's fair. And then uh, to find my mixes is only on SoundCloud at the moment, but I'll hop on YouTube soon. Hell yeah, yeah, dude, man. Oh, you, yeah. You, YouTube, like you'll 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 get a a different, different crowd audience. there. Yeah, yeah. Right? But like for the people that really look for music, it's, you can't go wrong with SoundCloud. Yeah. Right. But where can they find you? What's your what's your like? Plug your socials. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Hard Monkey. Uh, that's with a three, not an E, because everyone always fucks up my my DJ name. <laughs> yeah. So hard we'll, monkey we'll, with a three. Hard monkey with a three. We'll we'll plug that all in the in the uh, description yes, box sir. below. Um, now I'm gonna let you do it. Take it over from here, yeah. SB. Last question we ask everyone, man. Um, who should be our next guest on this podcast? And of course, once you plug that person's name, you gotta help us get that person. Uh, I believe you should get uh, Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. Rudy. Bring the boy Rudy yeah, on, sir. man. Rudy's the boy. Rudy, we coming for you, man. <laughs> he's he's going to reach out to you and then we'll we'll come up. Exactly. <laughs> That's easy. Exactly. Easy. Easy money, right? Well, Andy, I appreciate you coming, bro. Um, it was good to finally get it's to amazing. know your story a little bit more because yes, every time I see you, we're just messed up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the first time I met you. I was like, yeah. you're a DJ? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to chop it up. So, yeah. <laughs> guys, until next time, my name is MP. My name is Stefan SB. And we got A-N, a.k.a. Hard Monkey up in here. With a three. With a three. (laughs) Until next time, guys. Peace. (laughs) We out.